Are you looking to get your love life together? You're tired of not having the tools or community you need to navigate these dating and relationship streets. Well, honey, let's take some accountability, do our work, and be in the place to reap all the benefits. I invite you to become a Love Lady member and officially join the Match Mary Make community. You can choose your specific dating and relationship package to work with me. You'll have digital resources, video training, coaching content, course materials, and even the opportunity to live stream with me with certain packages. If that sounds like something you want, be sure to join today. I'd love to have you. Visit CoachJoyce.com. That's Coach Joyce, J-O-Y-I-C-E, to get started because I want to see your face in the place. Greetings. You're listening to the Match Mary May podcast where Black women learn how to get their love lives together. Here, I guide you on your dating and relationship journey, empower you with feminine presence, power, and charm, teach you how to navigate and negotiate your needs and desires with men. I'm your host, your girl, Joyce Robinson Myers, and welcome to another episode, Love Bugs. This week, we are talking about father-daughter relationships. And so, yes, I mean how you relate to your own father, but today's talk is going to be centered a little bit more around identifying fatherhood qualities in men you're dating or in relationships with as you consider your imagined or future children, particularly a daughter, and the relationship that she'll have with her father, someone you would have chosen for her to have. And that's going to lead us to how we understand the difference between female respect and female value from our fathers and other men. But first, let's begin with the power of affirmation. We start every episode with an affirmation as a way to center self, listen to the body, and honor our spirit. Ask yourself, how are you today? What moods, feelings, or emotions come up? Use that energy to speak life, wholeness, and healing over yourself using the power of your own voice. Speak it into existence with an I or I am. I am conscious. I am respected. I am valued. Before we dive in, allow me to tell you the three takeaways that I like my listeners to gain from tuning into today's story. So number one, women are naturally looking for or against their father in some regard when seeking male partners. The more your subconscious makes these decisions, the more likely you are to repeat the same patterns, have the same issues, the same relationship flaws, if you will, with a new face, different man. So let's be conscious about our fathers, ladies, because if this has ever been you or it currently is you, you know how exhausting it is to have the same issue or a very similar issue creep up time to time, man to man to man. Number two, you've been a little girl before, yes? So use that reality to help you make sense of what your little girl imagined future 
could want from her father. And make sure you're choosing a man who can add up and own up to that. And then three, being respected is not always the same as being valued. So let's make sure we know the difference for ourselves and how to identify that in the men we choose. Legal disclaimer here, the purpose of my work is to assist black women in making changes in their lives and love lives through supportive guidance and mentorship. I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, doctor, or other healthcare professional. None of my work is clinical. I am a dating and relationship coach and mentor, and my work is educational and relational. In today's story, I have permission to retell in my own voice, but I'm withholding the woman's name in our personal dialogue. Now, at the time of our conversation, she was not a client, but she is today, and she's thriving well. I'm also going to add some examples from my parents' relationship with an emphasis on my father, may he rest, as I give you some self-work and tools. And then finally, we are going to close with a quick testimony from a current client. So the question that is fueling today's conversation is, this is what she asked me. I'm going to read it. I'm looking for someone who is a provider financially, but also a man who is an emotional provider. I know this quality isn't usually associated with men, but I would like a man who is also nurturing, particularly as it relates to being a father and rearing children. First, I appreciate this kind of question. Y'all have no idea. Bearing and raising children is much more of a commitment than deciding to marry if we had to separate them. Now, if you are only looking to become a mother sans husband, then I'll let that be your business. But the number of women who enter motherhood without marriage and respond to it like marriage is the greater decision between the two is mind-blowing for me sometimes. So it is certainly satisfying, at least for me, to hear a young woman ask the question that shows she's looking for a future father to her unborn, imagined future children in her choice of husband. I can tell that she's taking both seriously. And ugh. Yes, it warms my heart. So as I'm conversing with her, she tells me about her father and how much she loves him, how well she was fathered, and I would advise each woman to navigate uniquely so I don't have a generic response for a blueprint as it quite literally depends on a woman's relationship with her father to understand the foundation that she's working with. However, there are some general guidelines that I can share with the larger audience to point you in the right direction or at least get you thinking about it in a fruitful way. So let's do that. I'm going to share the three tips that I gave her. So number one, every girl is filtering her relational or romantic options through some lens surrounding her father in some way. Now, she may want to duplicate him, modify him, or even erase him. Depends on the girl, the relationship and the particular um, needs, wants, or relationship issues that are at hand. Now, how a father shows up for his daughter determines how she shows up in future relationships and what she seeks out from partners and even men. Now, some of this activity is intentional, and some of it is subconscious. So as we come to search for our own partners, we're looking for templates or remnants or something in between that bears witness to our own father. So the first thing I'd recommend is for you to think about the relationship that you have with your father. Ask yourself, 
What do you love about it? What do you wish was different? What do you want to keep? What did you not like about it? In what ways could it have been better? What was left unchecked, unturned, undone, or even unsaid? So once you reflect on those questions and you draft those answers, you'll also discover that you have a list to pull from. You'll see a snapshot of what's driving your behavior, perhaps, and what's motivating your desires and needs and how you were looking to fulfill them. Okay, so you've asked yourself those questions. You kind of see yourself on paper. Then I want you to ask yourself, how would you want the reality of your emotional universe, whatever that arrangement is, as it relates to your father, to also be your little girls? I'm going to say it again. You're going to ask yourself, how would you want the reality of your emotional universe as it relates to your father to also be hers or not? And so you know what your emotional universe is. You know when it comes to relationships, when it comes to men. You know where you are subconscious or insecure. You know where you struggle with self-worth or body image or esteem. You know if you're looking to be validated you know, you know what's going on with you, at least in this context as it relates to your father. And then ask yourself, like, how much of that reality do you want to be your child's? There's a lot of cleanup work there when you really ask yourself those questions and give yourself genuine answers and look at the gaps. Okay, so I'm going to give you an example with my own parents. So my mother's father was physically abusive toward my mother. Not just her, but I'm keeping the story about her. So my mother hated that he was that way toward her and would never want that for her own daughter, me. Okay, so while there are several generational patterns, and I mean several generational patterns <laughs> when it comes to these type of issues as we go from my grandfather to my mother, and then down to me. Not all of them were addressed or treated by the time that I came along, or even after. But my mother certainly remedied this one. My father, may he rest, never put his hands on me. So while there were other subconscious decisions that my mother made that did not always yield the most favored outcomes, she got this one in the back. But it was largely due to the fact that she was conscious of it and intentional about it. So, yep, she picked a partner who wouldn't be her daughter. So for this issue, my mother was looking to erase her father's behavior. When you are aware of how your father is impacting or influencing you as a woman and as a potential or future wife and mother, you can use that understanding to help you choose your own partner and the future father of your children. And this is a lot of what this particular woman was asking me for and what was coming to surface as we conversed. So I want to share a quote with you from a 2010 dissertation by Ruby Cassiano, where her study explored how women's father-daughter relationship quality affects women's adult heterosexual romantic relationship mutuality, and then other factors too, but this is the point. She says, with her father, a woman experiences learning about herself 
from one who is not like herself for the first time. She sees herself through the relation to the other in a relationship with the man. This is why it's important to understand how father-daughter relationships are and why it's important to choose a good father for your daughter, at least the best way you know how at the time. Okay, number two, my second tip in answering this woman's question is advocate for your future little girl by using your own girlhood insight and history. What questions can you ask the guy that you're dating or even thinking about dating in the little girl seat as a grown woman advocating on her behalf before she even exists? So for the record, I do not have any daughters, but I remember my dating process before I had any children and how I wanted my imagined daughter to be covered and protected and loved by her father which is the man that I'd be choosing for her. Still today, I'm not currently looking to have children, but I understand the possibility of pregnancy and in that have a chance of birthing a daughter. So I still had to ask my husband some questions up that alley when we were dating. Okay, let me give you an example. As an adult, I can play the tape back and see that as a girl, I wanted to know that my father would protect my virtue, my honor, my livelihood, and my peace. Now, all of those did not happen for me, but today I can tell you that that's what I wanted to know, where I wanted to be secure and comfortable with him. When I think about my imagined daughter, I want her father to offer that to her too. Do you see how I just made that transference? Oh, what did I want as a little girl? And now I can take that understanding, take that reality, and I can use it to advocate for this imagined daughter that I have as I'm having conversations and connections with men who eventually I'll choose to partner with or marry or have a child. And of course, a 50-50 shot at it being a daughter. So one of my leading questions was, do you believe that women are worthy of male or paternal protection? And I usually get a yes or depends as I commonly ask the question. So I was already ready for my next set of questions where all the nuances live. Okay, so it would go a little something like this. What kind of women are worthy of male protection? Sometimes I would have to ask the question like that, especially if they gave me a depends. In what circumstances? What kind of men should deliver said protection? When? Etc. So you're starting to get the idea. The questions that I decided to ask thinking about what I wanted in the little girl seat and then how to use that to advocate for future children, particularly daughters. Now, this matters to me because I know as much as I could give a daughter, and there's a lot a mother can offer a daughter, self-esteem is more attached to her relationship with her father. And in that same dissertation that I shared earlier, the author states, as was expected, a girl's level of self-esteem seemed to be significantly enhanced by positive interactions with her father. Now, as a woman, I know that men who fundamentally believe in the protection of women as a group, or even a certain group of women, usually give that protection freely to their daughters. But there's more nuance to Now, just because the father believes in the protection of his daughter, does not mean that he views women as worthy of protection. 
And that's why I like to start top down. So for me, as a black woman, I want to hear any black man I'm dating say that he specifically sees and thinks to protect black women. So I have an even more nuanced conversation. And we could do this for days, but I think you get the point. And that leads me to my third tip. Make sure you understand that the man you're seeing understands the difference between respecting women and valuing women. Now, for this one, I'm zooming in more to specifically state black women and black men. Now, I'm not saying that this issue does not present itself in other communities, but I am saying that I wouldn't know about it intimately. But I do know mine, so that's the one I'm going to speak on. Now, have you all ever seen this, like, on social media or even heard it from other men in your peer group or in your family, in your circle? When men become fathers, and again, I'm specifically talking about black men. When black men become fathers to a female child, they make these proclamations, both on and offline, that they did not truly respect women until they had a daughter. Now, they say it almost like a compliment, as if women, black women, should be pleased with their sentimental epiphany. Now, I even get this a lot in my coaching practice, where women will say, I know he respects me, but it's like something else is missing. And this is usually my cue to insert, I think you feel respected, but not valued. And y'all, the look on their faces once that slaps is very telling. Now, some time ago, I published a blog post on this topic in response to a social media post made by Kinfolk Collective. I'm going to read her post, and then I'll share a quick excerpt from my article before I share my Joyce's Jewel of this episode. Okay, so here's Kinfolk Collective's post. If my son ever got on social media talking about how he started to change and respect women after he had a daughter... I'm going to disown his behind. Now, she uses another word, but I'm going with behind. These men have had mothers who've bent over backwards for them, grandmothers who've slaved over hot stoves, making them their favorites, and kept them for whole summers, sisters who've helped them clean and with homework and fought for their behinds at school. Again, she used another word. I'm going with behind. Girlfriends, wives who've supported, loved, and nurtured them. And you didn't respect women until a woman pushed one out for you? So had you had all sons or never had a daughter, despite all the female labor you benefit from, you would have never respected women? So that was her post. And I had to respond to this because it's so popular as I'm coaching women. So I'm going to share a little bit, an excerpt of that article. This is what I said. Respect is mostly about how you are treated, not necessarily how you are viewed and seen. So if you ask a man, do you respect the women in your life, he'll likely respond yes, usually because he believes he treats women right or he doesn't allow others to mistreat them. Well, at least not if he has anything to do with it. So these men may perform chivalrous acts like holding doors, pumping gas, and walking on the street side. And women often conclude he respects me because they are getting good treatment. Value is mainly about being seen as meaningful, understood as unique, heard as necessary, 
and realized as essential to the extent that a certain level of care and protection is offered and later secured. Now, you can read the rest on your own. We'll add the link to the show notes. That article is published on my site, matchmarymate.com, and you can click blog and you will find it. Okay, ladies, are you ready to add another Joyce's Jewel to your dating and relationship bag? Here you go. Know how you differentiate between respect and value when it comes to women as a whole, black women as a group, and you as a unique woman. Then, as you're dating and relating, be sure to ask men, how do you value women? Black women, me. But I want you to understand how you make the distinction first. So before we close today, I want to share a short story with you that a client of mine had in response to reading that article that I mentioned earlier. Now, I don't think I should name it with you all. It's called Seeing the Whole Woman, Respect and Value. Now, this client was raised by her father and originally came to me to discover her own femininity and to just kind of clean up how she viewed men. So she wanted to share what she called her testimony in case it helped other women listening in. Now, y'all know I'm all about that. So here's what she said. I am one of the women who realized that their father does not value women. He was raised by my grandmother as a single mother from age 11, which makes this more baffling. His dating history has been trash, though. I thought my father did not like women, although he respects them and takes care of them. He even paid for three women to get higher education. But when reading this article, I realized he doesn't value them. The ones he dated never really brought much to the table, and he wanted to fix them. Seeing this growing up, of course, I followed suit. My ex-husband was the most respectable guy, but I never felt like he loved me or it mattered that I was his wife. I could have been any woman on the street as long as I filled that slot slash position. Now, a major trigger of mine is not feeling appreciated or valued. I'm still working on realizing that being valued is a daily thing and not in rituals or cultural habits that he does for everyone. Now, I really appreciate her for wanting to share that with our audience. It was my intention to end there. And it just dawned on me that the story fits the first tip that I shared. She simply duplicated her father with her first husband, and it was very subconscious for her. And then once she became aware and did that work, she was able to make better choices and choose a male partners. So today, she's newly married, and her husband is very different in the right ways from her father. Now, while I'm not sharing any names today, we'll have to have her on for a future episode to share her story. Oh, and about the woman who asked the original question of this episode, she's currently in an exclusive relationship that's on the right track for what she desires. So between the date of our first conversation and the time you're listening to this, It's been just over a year. She's done a fantastic job with her self-work, dating skills, and ironing out the kind of father for her future children she wants in her man. We 
We end every episode with thought or heart-provoking questions for your journal. Journaling is simply prayers on paper, and the Most High tends to those too. Dear listener, what is your relationship like with your father? How could that be expressing itself in your dating or relationships? Did your mother choose a man who was similar to or different from her father? Do you want a family, your own personal children? How do you want them to relate to their father, your husband? What can you do now and while you're dating to identify the fatherhood qualities you desire? It's okay to write about the blessings and the burdens. Pour it out into your journal today. Release yourself, free yourself, and most of all, be yourself. P.S. No woman is better at being you than you. I want to thank these two ladies for sharing their question and testimony with the Match Mary May audience and allowing me to share it to teach about the importance of father-daughter relationships and the difference between being respected and valued as a woman. To quote one of my favorite African proverbs, the daughters of lions are lions too. I am grateful for my guests reminding us all of that wisdom today and many blessings to them both. I extend gratitude to you for joining me today and tuning in to this episode of the Match Mary Mate podcast. If it resonated with you, please comment, rate, and review our podcast. Your feedback would just melt my southern girl heart. Until our next time together, love, light, and relationships. Remember, we grow as we go, and I'll be with you in the next episode. Cheers. Do you have a private or sensitive dating and relationship issue you want to chat with me about? Sometimes we all need a little TLC and one-on-one and I'm here for it. Here's what you want to do. Visit matchmarymate.com. Click work with me and book your individual call. I cannot wait to meet you in the Zoom room, honey.